If I fall asleep now, I'll get seven and a half hours of sleep. If I fall asleep now, I'll get seven hours of sleep. If I fall asleep now, I'll get six and a half hours of sleep. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. We are going to chat all things sleep. This is one of my favorite topics right now. And I cannot wait to dive in with you. Are you ready? Let's do this. We are living in a time where we are obsessed with sleep. Like we want it so bad. It's one of our greatest desires. That end of the day feeling when we can finally just lay down in the peace and quiet and relax. Like we are ridiculously obsessed with this part of our day. And I want to talk about how that has become pretty unhealthy and what you can do to get back into a healthy relationship with sleep. Because right now we're kind of in this codependent relationship with it. Like I need you more than you need me kind of thing. And we're not about that life. So we're going to make some adjustments. We're going to talk about how it's gotten to be this unhealthy relationship and what we can do to make it better. It is such a common phenomenon. If you resonate with the intro to this episode, that you are constantly, as you're getting ready to sleep, going, if I fall asleep right now, I'll get this many hours. If I fall asleep now, I'll get this many hours. And then guilty of staying awake, looking at your phone, counting, trying to figure out how much sleep you're going to get if you fall asleep right now. Okay, that is such a universal thing. I think we all are doing that. Everybody to talk to is like, yes, oh my God, I do that too. I thought I was the only one. So if you feel me on that, this one's for you. Okay, we are putting so much pressure on ourselves around bedtime. We are obsessed with this idea that if I don't get enough sleep tonight, I'm going to be a zombie tomorrow. And let's just do a fact check really quick because there have been nights where sleep has completely evaded me. Okay. I don't, I do not have insomnia by any means, but I do have an anxiety disorder. And on nights when I would have a panic attack or be restless and racing thoughts and whatever it might've been when my mental health was struggling and I didn't get much sleep, I'm talking maybe two hours, I could still get up the next day and function. Did I feel like I was at my best? Of course not. But we act as if sleep or lack thereof means that we will just be walking around like a dead person. And that's just not true. So we're doing a quick fact check, okay? Because when you're laying there at night going, bitch, you better fall asleep. Like, go to sleep. Come on. You know, you're going to hate yourself tomorrow. That's just not true, okay? So we're fact checking that. And then we're laying there and I want you to think about what you're doing, like the actual act of trying to fall asleep. You guys, sleep is a natural phenomenon. Our body knows when we need to go to sleep. That melatonin in our body, that sleepy feeling, 
that it produces for us when our eyes start to get a little heavy, maybe we yawn, we start to feel a little bit relaxed. That is a natural phenomenon that is going to happen for all of us. Okay. And so you have to listen to that. You don't have to try so hard. This is good news for you. Your body's going to do it. Okay. For you. So we need to trust our bodies, but this is your sense of control that you need to fall asleep on your terms, but you're not listening. You're not paying attention to the cues your body is giving you when it's ready to go to sleep. So why is that? Why are we so obsessed with sleep? Because we are using it as the one and only thing that we know how to do that is guaranteed to give us relief from our current life. Okay, so if I've had a hard day, if I'm having a hard period of time in my life, I know that at least for a few hours every single night, I'm going to be able to escape it all. I don't have to think. I don't have to feel. I don't have to talk to anybody. And I can just be. And this is where that pressure at night comes from. This desire to just fall asleep, to let it all go. This is why we've become obsessed with it. This is the codependency that is unhealthy. You are relying on sleep to avoid your problems. You are relying on sleep to give you a break from everything you're facing. And we're not about that. That is not what we're preaching here on this podcast. That is not what is most helpful for our mental health. Okay? You are avoiding. You're digging your heels in, going, nope, I can't deal with that today. I'm not strong enough. I don't have the energy you know, fill in the blank of what excuse you're filling, but you are avoiding. And you might not even be consciously having these thoughts, but that is exactly what you're doing. Okay. So if you are someone who can just, you just can't wait to fall into bed at night and finally get some sleep, I'm speaking right to you. It's time to heal your relationship with sleep. And we only do that by making adjustments in our day-to-day life while we are awake And we actually address our problems in wakefulness so that we don't feel this amazing pressure to go to sleep at night. So you are avoiding. We've addressed that. And you have to figure out what am I going to do during the day so that I am not so eager to sleep at night because that pressure you're putting on yourself to fall asleep. Think about grabbing a handful of water. And the harder you try to hold on to it, the more seeps out between your fingers. You're doing the same exact thing with sleep. You're trying so hard to fall asleep at night and you're not allowing that natural process to occur. Where if you just gently held your hand open and let water pool up in it, you would be able to hold on to far more than if you squeeze your hand closed and it all seeps out. So you have to allow this natural, gentle process to occur. So what are some things that you can do during the day to make it so that you can go to sleep at night? And this is where healing comes in. This is where you need to have a journal. Okay, You need to be talking with friends. You need to be processing your feelings throughout the day so that when it comes to the nighttime, you have a release. You don't have all the tension from the day built up. 
if you have a really stressful job, if you have just a really stressful lifestyle, if you're stressed about money, there's tension in your romantic relationship or your friendships, if you're going to school, whatever it might be, all that energy from your day cannot just sit in the pit of your stomach and weigh on your shoulders and be swirling around in your head and then you think you're going to go lay down and have a restful night of sleep? No, you're not. Where did all that energy go? Okay, so this is where we talk about movement to heal our bodies, right? So I would like to start my day with movement because it sets the tone for the day. It lets me release anything that might have been weighing on me or that has me stressed out, makes my body feel good to release all of that. Maybe you need to add some movement to your day. Maybe you need to stop drinking caffeine after, you know, in the afternoon so that you don't feel like wired physically. Maybe you need to journal right before you go to bed. Maybe you need to adjust your bedtime routine, right? Brush my teeth, wash my face, read a book. Stop looking at your phone right before you go to bed. You are, this is where that FOMO comes in, that fear of missing out, that desire of if I don't check my notifications one more time, what if someone reached out to me? What if someone needs me? Whoa, whoa. This is not a 24-7 customer service helpline. Get the fuck out of here with that. We're setting boundaries, okay? And, and, and nobody, nobody is disrupting my bedtime routine. Maybe you need to listen to a guided meditation to help your brain relax so you can focus on your breathing. But you don't get to just have your day and then go lay down and expect sleep to come when you just avoided everything that happened. Does that make sense? Are you, are you, is this resonating with you? Because I know that this is happening I talk to so many clients, I talk to so many people on social media about if I could just get a good night of sleep, and that's not what you're missing. We can function on very little sleep. That's not the problem. It's those big emotions, those nasty thoughts that you are not addressing. That is what's weighing on you, not the fact that you haven't got a good night of sleep. It's time for us to reevaluate this obsession we have with going to bed at night. We need to start thinking about sleep at night as a normal part of our routine, the same way I brush my teeth. Okay, I don't think about brushing my teeth every day. I just do it. I don't think about having to go to the bathroom. I just go. I don't think about the fact that I need to take a shower every day. I just do it. I don't think about having to eat. I don't think about A, B, and C. You fill in the blank. Sleep needs to be just as natural as every one of those things. Your body will tell you. If you listen. Okay? And if you have insomnia or hypersomnia and you're sleeping too much, we need to start adjusting your routine. The things you do right before bed and as you wake up. We need to go to bed at the same time every single night. We need to wake up at the same time every single day, even on the weekends. Sure, every once in a while there's going to be a day where you stay up later and you sleep in a little bit. I'm not talking about those once in a while occasions. I'm talking about the 350 other days of the year, okay? So 15 times a year you're allowed to go off track, I guess. But for the majority of the time, I need us to really hone in on our sleep hygiene And that's that environment that we sleep in. 
what we do right before we go to sleep and when we wake up. So you got to make sure you're comfortable. Does your bed suck? You know, do we need to start saving up for some new pillows and a new bed? Are you looking at your phone right up until the second that you go to bed? I know it's so great. It's so tempting. I don't know about Android users because I have an iPhone, but we have this setting that's like night mode, right? And it supposedly dims the blue light on our phone, which is damaging to our eyes and keeps us awake. It's a, it stimulates our brain. Okay. And so now because of that, I have so many people telling me like, well, it's in night mode, you know, it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, you're still burning out your retinas right before you go to bed. And then believing that you're going to be able to relax when you close it and try to go to bed two minutes later. That's not how our brain works. You've just stimulated it. You just wake, like woke your brain back up. Okay. So We need to not be on the phone. And these are things that I feel frustrated that I'm having to talk to us about this because one, we're grown adults. And two, we've had this conversation before and you are still actively choosing. You're choosing to do the things that you know are harmful. You know you should be journaling every day. You know that you should be using a mindfulness meditation app versus watching Netflix before you go to bed. You know that you should be waking up at the same time every day and going to bed at the same time every night. These are all things that you're aware of, but you're not doing it. And this is where I got to, I got to be real with you for a second. You're kind of stuck in that victim mindset. Oh, I have insomnia. I can't sleep at night. I just lay on my phone and watch YouTube videos. And then I feel like shit the next day and oh, okay. Some of this is self-inflicted, all right? Insomnia is a real disorder, and I do not want to be dismissive of that or minimize it because it is very real. And some of you are not helping the situation, and that's just the hard truth. So you have to take a look at how can I be in an empowered mindset and do everything that I can to help this disorder or just help the fact that I can't sleep at night. And you telling me that you tried one mindfulness meditation, that you tried going to bed and waking up at the same time every night, that you tried not being on your phone a day, a week, a month. People, this does not happen overnight. These are healthy patterns that we have to let our body now adjust back to these healthy ways because we've been doing it in a way that is maladaptive, not helpful to us for so long. So you got to give your body time to adjust and go, thank you. You know, I've been waiting for you to have this healthy routine and now we can finally get some restful sleep. It's a process just like anything else that we do in this life. So if this is hitting home for you, it might help to write out, you know, what do I want my bedtime and morning routines to look like? How am I going to move into an empowered mindset and really make sure that I'm giving my body what it needs? How am I going to be more in tune with, whoa, okay, I was sitting on the couch reading. My eyes started to feel heavy, so I went, I used the bathroom, and I went and laid down, okay? How am I going to change and adjust my routine? We know what's not working, and that's what you're doing right now. And so it's time to try something new. want you to get restful sleep. I want you to have that, but we need to stop trying so hard. Our 
body knows what to do. It's time that we start trusting it. I hope this episode resonates with you and you're going to give these things that I'm suggesting a shot. You are worthy of great sleep and that is what I want for you. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.